Guys, uh, today, or well, the second podcast of today after Arik on the Gold Coast, we've um, I've actually got my two old bosses, Richard and Matt from Richard Matthews Real Estate down in Strathfield. Um, two absolute legends, uh, two guys that I have a lot, a lot of respect for and um, have immensely shaped my, not only my career, but to be honest with you, my, my personal, like who I am as a person, you guys have shaped me. So um, first and foremost, thank you so much. I, I, I owe a lot to you guys, um, but let's rip in. Thanks for having me. Thanks, uh, thanks for memorizing that opener. <laughs> 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 appreciate it. We'll two weeks ago. Maybe it'll come later. Yeah, it's yeah. good. So, uh, guys, the first question on everyone's mind, obviously Richard Matthews, Richard's name's in front of Matthews. Can you give us a bit of background in terms of who is the... Very, very contentious. Like, <laughs> really massive, massive decision at the beginning. Had a great story. It, was a great story. it goes for hours, so I hope you've got enough film. Uh, we sat in a pub in Leichhardt. We ordered two schooners. What and I drink? looked at Matt. I think I was having Carlton Draft back then, not Carlton Super Dried. I wasn't ripped. Uh, <laughs> and the conversation I think I said to Matt was, I reckon we should be Richard Matthews. No, Matthew might have said, regardless, we said, all right, Richard Matthews or Matthew Richards. And I looked at him and I said, you decide because I can't be stuffed. And he said, I think Richard Matthews sounds better. And he picked up the schooners. took 28 seconds. 28 wow. seconds. <laughs> wow. Dead set. That's the real story. It was uncomplicated and it might have been the start of how we've run our business ever since because it's yeah, a lack wow. of complication. And I think yeah. that's the biggest thing is we're not... We just made the decision to move forward. And yeah. there was never a thought, well, his name goes before mine or vice yeah. versa. It's just literally that sounded better. So yeah. that's all it is. So you before the schooners, were you planning to meet to discuss business? or yeah. what? Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'd worked together um, at a previous office and who was the bigger writer uh, we're pretty consistent, pretty consistent. Other, i think it's fair to say and i think it just got to that point where yeah. we either want to go into business with the person we were working for and, mm. and that's interesting in itself or do something on our own yeah. and it just felt like more and more that we were a bit different mm. um and then i think i was pressing matt for about 18 months to be honest 18 months? yeah right. i was really keen to do something with him um, there's obviously a good story behind that. It just comes down to trust and having the same foundations. You don't mm. have to be the same type of person with the same foundations, mm. and we had it. Um, and then eventually, Matt made the call, and here we are. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an interesting thing because we're having lunch with somebody today, and they asked the same question. You know, how have you been in a partnership, particularly in a real estate partnership, for eleven years? Very rare. It is rare, um, and. It's because we're uncomplicated. It doesn't mean we see eye to eye on everything, but you know what? Mm. We make decisions like that and we just move on. That's the end of it, you mm. know? Um, we're talking about doing this podcast uh, with you guys today and it was exciting for us. And uh, it was just like, all right, what are we going to talk about? I don't know, we'll just chat. And that's <laughs> kind of how our business has rolled forward. Yeah. And it will, look, it works for you guys. I've, when, when I was working there, hey, look, obviously hiccups happen, but at the end of the day, it was pretty much watching what I saw was two best mates working together and yeah, having fun. Pretty much. And having fun. This is another thing. You well, guys yeah. actually it's have a, a lot of fun. <laughs> it can be uh, a bit interesting. Maybe before the cameras started rolling, you saw it. <laughs> but you know what? It is fun because ultimately, look, we're not not brain surgeons. Look, we're having a good time. Yeah. You gotta remember it's and an intense it. business, yeah. yeah. Like the business itself can be intense. Yeah. So it's important there's a lot of banter as well. Mm. I think what a we've lot? done there's a lot of <laughs> pretty much all of it is. And, and that's because to be fair to the team, when they're on, they're on. Yeah. Um so it allows for that. Mm. I think in the early years it was more business than fun in that we had to try and get this place mm. up and running. Um but you know, again, whether it's because it is the close friendship or not, we seem to get through adversity pretty well as well. So mm. 
there's no time, this is a long game for Matt and I, there's no time to hang on to silly little things and petty things. You've got to keep moving forward. Um, and it only takes guys like you mm. who are coming through the industry, you keep everyone on their toes. Everyone's keeping you on your toes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we can't afford the distractions. Yeah. Now, I've, you, you guys have obviously built a, a very large business now. How have you consistently kept it uh, and kept raising the bar year after year after year without losing momentum and, and losing the fun you know as well? Um, I think because we've both got the same mindset that we've yeah. always got to get better um, and challenging ourselves because, Kev, you know, after doing it for so many years, for me, I've been an agent for 22 years. For Rich, it's 26, 29. 29, there you go. Wow. Showing your age. you know what we challenge ourselves because otherwise you get bored yeah you know and if we don't push ourselves constantly out of our comfort zones what are we doing it for yeah you know you can make money yeah that's Mm. great but our goal is just to keep getting better and i think now that the business has grown you know, developing other people has been a massive thing for us. And that really drives us forward today because, you know, we've listed and sold so many properties. We've mm. auctioned heaps of mm. properties. That's the challenge now. Mm. And it's awesome watching other people develop. And, mm. you know, you're instrumental in how they go in your career. It's mm. nice of you to say we were uh, had that sort of... Um, just to be clear, Kevin resigned. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quit. We, we, we didn't actually fire him. You're fired, yeah, um, no. But it's nice for you to make the call. Someone should share that because he said pick up before and I thought he didn't do anything wrong. No, right, no, so no, 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 no. No, but you know what? He did resign and he was going somewhere and I remember you and I both had separate conversations with him without knowing what the other one was going to say and both gave him the same advice, interestingly enough, which, mm. is, which is where you're at now. Yeah, great to right. Best thing you've done and what a... What a Kellyville, number mm, one. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Can I just share something on, on keeping it interesting? Um, when you surround yourself with great people, it makes it easier. Everyone has day, down days, but there's a lot mm. of energy in the place. Mm. Um, the other thing is we've always got each other to bounce off and to lean on at times, and that's yeah. another big thing as well. Um, he's going to have dark days, I'm going to have dark, or tough days, not dark, but just mm. tougher days. You've got that other person to just prop you up on those days. So it makes it easier, really. And there's a lot of enthusiasm with people coming through the office as well. And they keep us accountable. It's really interesting. But as you guys know, with your success, we really work for them. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. keeping us accountable and on our toes because they're expecting whatever support they need in order Mm -hmm. to achieve their goals. Um, And it was interesting listening to Constopopoulos right now. He was right in terms of that pyramid. We have the same system. We are last mm. in our business. We do what we need to do for the whole team first, and mm. then we have a look and say, okay, what's, mm. what do we get out of it? And I think that's what's kept us um, moving forward always. I definitely think from the outside looking in, one thing I noticed with your brand that I don't see other brands do as good as you both is the fact you are stepping away from the tools and letting your team grow. That was like, yeah. I think the first time I had dinner with you, Matt, I noticed you said like you're giving listings to your team and not many other agents can let First of all, did you say the first time? How many dinners have you been to? <laughs> <laughs> What's well, it was well, outside. Hold on. There's you don't you like moving out of scrap food. Right. Yeah. And Kevin knows Because I like fresh food. There's no way to do that. Kevin knows this. Anything out of postcode 
significantly? Yeah, because we want them to grow. I mean, our our goal is not for Richard and I to be, you know, the biggest listing agents in our office. In fact, mm. it's the opposite. You know, there are some clients we're still going to deal with. We've known them for 20 or 30 years in Richard's case. And you want to keep that relationship. But the truth is we give most of those leads away because we want the guys to grow. Yeah. I don't think I've really appeared on a listing of mine for 12 to 18 months. Mm, wow. I don't even put my name on my listings. And that's with full consent from the vendors as well. They completely understand. But not only do we have great confidence in the team, they have confidence in our team. And I think mm. that's a really big thing. It's really easy to say, this person and this person are looking after your property, but I'm always involved, and I am, and you know that. Mm. Um, I'm For always sure. involved in the process, but I don't need my name on the listing to feel like I'm somebody. I don't need people in the industry to look up to me. It's yeah. not a goal of mine. My no. job is to service clients and to build my team. Mm. It's not for everyone at Arab to say that's Richard. I've yeah. got no interest in it. Um, for me, the biggest satisfaction is mm. seeing my team not only achieve the result, but get a listing off that listing. To see mm. them do what they were actually. Yeah. That's the idea of putting two people on that listing. If it's not me, is to see them get business off it and generate business off it. That's the thrill. You know, he's a great coach and mentor to this team as well. I think we complement each other in that regard. Very, very well. And we, I think that's another thing, guys, that people don't get about our partnership. Mm. We can disagree well. Yeah, I've seen it. It's really important. <laughs> no, 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 but it's not just about the fire up. It's the move on. Yeah. yeah. It is really important that there are differences of opinion in that yeah. office. You asked earlier, how mm. do we keep moving forward? That's yeah. how. We've yeah. talked to each other. Yeah. That's yeah. how. Like, we, we, we come from different kind of angles, but, you know, the path and the goal is exactly the mm. same. It's, it's funny you say like differences. It, how do you, this is a big question for me, obviously where I'm growing my guys that are here watching now and um, how do you manage different, uh, not different opinions, but different personalities? So you've obviously got some big riders coming through the yeah. office. You've got Tarun, Vivek, you've yeah. got uh, my, my Ken, yeah, and then Jackson. Jackson. They're, all, Jerry. they're all great people. I've met most of them and they're all brilliant people, but... They're all, they all seem very, very different. How do you manage that? You know what? That's the ideal scenario for us, though, because you don't want carbon copies of yourself. Yeah. Um, and while they come through our system, if you want to call it that, and they learn how to do things, I suppose, the Richard Matthews way, they, they've got their own skill set that they bring into it, and we want that. We want them to bring their mm -hmm. own style. Ultimately, um, that's what makes us. Yeah. Because if it was just Richard and I carbon copies, it wouldn't yeah. work. They've got what we call Richard Matthews DNA in them. Every yeah. name you just mentioned and some of the ones we've added on top are yeah. people that we want part of our business maybe outlasting us in there. Who knows? Yeah. But they're long-term players in our business. Yeah. So Definitely. having, again, differences of opinion is not what matters. It's having the same foundations and morals. Yeah. Have you ever heard a bad word about any of the names that we just mentioned? Not one. And I think that's what's critical. Mm. Well, so the core of them is what we represent, you know, have a great reputation. Be different. Have your own way. I mean, you look at, say, Tarun or you look at, say, Jackson in our mm. business, they're very different personalities. Mm. But the core of them is that, you know, best result for the client. Absolutely. They just have their own way to get there. Yeah. It's true. What, do you, what do you think the DNA profile makes a good agent? Like, you, being in the position you are, you get to see a lot of agents succeed, yeah. fail. Yeah. What um, criteria makes a good agent when they're building profile but also the skill set? Consistent and persistence. It's easy. The other thing is you've got to find people with good character. You've listened to a few mm. people today that are employing people or engaging people with no real estate experience. Mm. 
you can, in, if anyone wants to be a good real estate agent, you can train them to be that. You can't train them to be good people. Mm. All right, so the first thing we look for in an interview, we talk it to them. We're not even interested in the answers. We're just getting a gauge as to what sort of a person they are. I don't care if they've sold one property, never <laughs> seen real estate in their life. doesn't interest us. We're trying to gauge whether or not they're good people. From there, it's like any blank canvas. It's so easy to train people that are good and want yeah. to learn. Yeah. So everyone seems like they, they, they're all on a very even playing field when they start off, regardless. Oh, now, they support each other as well. There's a lot of collaboration, and you yeah. have to remember that. You've, you know, working in offices yeah. yourselves, that it's very much the enemy next door, and we've heard that today, but it's the person mm. sitting next to you you're competing against, not the other. Op we've made sure that's not the case. We've got a tremendous culture. Yeah, we want the polar opposite for our business. Yeah. Um, and the team is the person. I like that how you put everyone on the same level now. In terms of auctioneering, who's the better auctioneer? Obviously, I am. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 this is another great thing: is our auctioneering styles appeal to different people, and that's and another great thing. That, yeah. that's a true thing. You know, we are we are quite different. Mm. But you know what? It's um, I don't know. <coughs> I mean, uh, auction off. <laughs> That'd be good. I'd love to. <laughs> I, 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 I got to tell you. On that note, it's really interesting as well that. It, it's sometimes clients prefer either of us at times. Others yeah. honestly don't care which one of us they get. But it's really interesting how also the areas you were raised in, you seem to auction pretty well in as well. Just, yeah. There's just that natural flow off the tongue when it comes to mentioning schools, parks. Yeah. So I do know like Gilbert Warner in Georgia. So <laughs> do you feel it makes a difference the area you auction in? The... It, it, it's not a huge thing, but it's just subtle little things I, like I that. Think, I think having an in-house auction team is a huge advantage for us. I mean... The area I don't think matters as much, but knowing your team and mm. knowing what they're doing and, and they knowing what you're doing, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, it's really interesting because no one mm. really had, like Melbourne, you get it a lot. Yep. Uh, Sydney, I don't really know one agency besides you guys that have yeah. that. We, we've gone the other way before, but the care factor from hiring someone in is very different. And, and look, it's, it's, I suppose you know your team so well, like when we're doing something, mm. Exactly what's going on without us even having to talk I, to them. I mm. found the biggest advantage was being part of the process for four weeks. Mm. It's not as if we just found out a minute before the auction that we've got two registered bidders, eight registered bidders, and this is what they're talking. We're in meetings with these guys daily. So by the time you get to the property, it's really easy to call it. You know what the particular yeah. buyers were interested in, you know what you've got to focus on. It, it's a very different feeling. Um, I, I want to get back to the bit about uh, our office and auctioneering styles. It's about variety. Mm. It's about yeah, having a business where people have a choice. Mm. And that's what's critical. It doesn't matter if seven out of 10 prefer Matt or me, as long as they prefer Richard Matthews. Mm. And you've got to have that team mentality. Mm. It's, it goes back to the bit about not being on listings. The hardest mm. thing to remove in real estate is your ego. Mm. It's hard for me. I don't think it was easy to, mm. for me to take my name. But in order for us to grow, we've had to let go. And to add to that, we're trying to develop more auctioneers within our business as well. Absolutely. It's really? not just going to be made by auctioneering by the end of this year. We want that to be the case because it allows them, first of all, develop their skills in mm. business. Yeah, okay. can't have restrictions in an office, guys. The sky's got to be the limit for everybody or they will move on to another opportunity. So you guys are, are, you, are you guys training you guys now? Yes. Okay. Wow. All of them? The ones that right now, Jackson, Jackson's keen to pursue. You know, he's got that booming voice and that stature to do it. 
Uh, and we encourage anyone else who wants to. We'd like to see some female boxing as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. We're very yeah, for sure. Um, you don't get that in Sydney yeah. at all. Yeah, there's there's, there's I, some in there's some in Melbourne, but the, I, I don't know. There's two there's, auctioneers of the female. Coolies, coolies have one. Oh, coolies. There's one of coolies. There's two that I know of. Lex as well. Yeah, she does a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 um, yeah. Yeah. There's not more. There's no limits. And, and you know what? It's a great thing. You're right. Melbourne has many more. Yeah. It's a different culture there. Like I you. Think so. I, saw, I think we modelled a, a lot of parts of our business on either Melbourne or Adelaide agents rather than Sydney. Yeah, because um, I think Tom Tom's calling auctions now, yeah. wasn't he? Well, yeah. Paris have had a big impact on our business. Yeah. I think meeting with James Tossman. I've always said there are going to be plenty of people with number ones, but he's still the king. He's always well, like, I, I remember yeah. a, and I remember a small yeah. trip I did with Kevin many years ago when yeah. we went down to Harris. The, the man <clears> that hated <throat> we went wine tasting the day before we did the oh, uh, the work stuff. He hated <laughs> wine and now he's on the earth. I know. Just saying this about last night. Oh wow. <laughs> no. Yeah. Can we go into that or uh, that's been telling me all weekend that you you owe him an Arik trip or something. Yes. Actually, trip. that's another story. Oh, Remember no, when dude. you first came <laughs> The first Arik, can we tell this? Like, yeah, of course, right, yeah. The first Arik we went to, <laughs> Kevin comes along with uh, with myself and I can't remember who else. Uh, I can. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Kevin comes along to Arik and anyway, he... Um, we, we get to... We went to the Cuban where we went last night for dinner. We sit down at dinner and it's like... Alright, I'm gonna have dinner. He goes, I ain't bring any money. <laughs> 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 what the fuck do you mean? Bring any money? Yeah, I was goes, dead broke. I was so, so broke. So I catch him <laughs> up, and I'm still waiting for the return. I reckon that was six or seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was all. Oh, yeah, yeah, five plus two years ago. Oh, yeah. I never believed yeah. the story because he's never even bought me a coffee. <laughs> 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 so many moths in that wallet. It's not funny. And- <laughs> He actually bought you a trip. That's yeah, why I mentioned the four of us go out at some point and it's on camera. It's actually funny. Oh, no. out, of all the oh, no. out of all the people you took to Eric that year, he was probably the cheapest. That's absolutely <laughs> yeah. Let's continue to the next one. <laughs> How this do you... is challenges. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, this is what I really liked about you guys. Like, I've worked through a lot of offices, yeah. but it's always so much fun. Like, it was... Yeah. That's what I like coming... I, I really enjoyed coming to work, you even if it was a bad too. month yeah. or what have you. Too, mate. Yeah. You know, like that's an important thing to remember is you play a part in that. But how do you keep it fun? Well, for example, today I saw Matthew at the Tom <laughs> Panos. <laughs> and he's, he's been my real estate hero for years, so I asked him to sign my chest. Oh, no. He's yeah. actually signed so his Matt, chest. No, actually signed my chest because oh, no. I always wanted to know Matthew. So, yeah. for the yeah. listeners, uh, Richard's just taken off his shirt. Yeah, and I always take Is that a first on your. Uh, that's a first. No, that's a first. Yeah. You know what? When we're on, we're a hundred percent. And you see this, like we, we're in that zone. We used to go in the car and we'd like it, it was ten minutes full of laughter. Yeah. yeah. We'd get to a house <laughs> and, and it would just full. be full. So can like, we actually yeah, work with on. me? Yes. Um, so that's what that was fun for us. Um yeah. But, but I guess one, of the, things, one of the things we used to learn a lot about, Kev used to just say, how did that happen? And it would be um, getting back in the car with an agency agreement signed up, VPA paid for, and he'd say, but you didn't even pull out the marketing campaign. And it was mm. because we connected with the clients so well together. We bounced off each other so well mm. in those appointments. You were outstanding. I, I always knew you were going to be great. Uh, have you got a microphone on? No. He doesn't. Does he need one? He talks pretty loud. Okay, cool. It works. <laughs> what, what's yeah, that? Just making sure we're, we're getting all this going. So there's your answer to the auctioneer question. <laughs> um, now, can, do you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, because Matt showed me a message between you guys and they were about business challenges as well. Mm. 
And I reckon it's a really cool question. And I've actually thought about it while we were sitting in Eric before, and I was trying to think of an answer. And do you know there hasn't been one? It's no really business. interesting. I'll tell you why. Anything in business has a solution. The, the challenges in a business are of a personal nature. Yeah. Mm. They are, how are things with my wife and kids? How are things mm. with Matt's family? Um, mm. How are the team with their health? We've gone through marital challenges. We've lost parents in our business. Mm. I've lost mum, he's lost dad. People mm. have lost family members. Mm. Um, kids have been unwell. Kids are diagnosed with different things. Mm. Uh, financial challenges. A lot of things people consult. Uh, I won't go through the confidential chats. They're the challenges. Mm. It's never been about GCI and all that sort of stuff. They're not challenges, guys. Like, how easy is it? Imagine all we had to care about was getting a listing and making yeah. a sale. Yeah. Life is so easy. It's <laughs> the other stuff. So yeah. I don't have an answer for the business challenge question. I just thought I'd let you know. That's a we've never great had answer. Um, we, we have business decisions. Yeah. But I wouldn't call them challenges. That's a great answer. It puts it in into perspective when, when life hits you. Yeah. nothing else really matters like no. you just it, it's it's interesting like you go for a blood test when you're not feeling well mm. or you're thinking about the results of the blood test how yeah. come that listing's not as important as it was the week before yeah yeah um, and i think that's again something we do is we don't complicate our lives like mm. we're grateful and thankful and we've got gratitude in the morning you thank god we're all right or mm. Matt, you thank the trees or whatever you think <laughs> like, we're, we're thankful that we're we're alive and well that our family is alive and well <clears throat> all we've got to do is go to work yeah. And it's actually something we love really doing with people that we love hanging out with. Yeah. Mm. That's fun. And you know what? Well, because we've built up so many relationships with people, it's like, it's easy. Yeah. You know, it's like in both of your roles. I mean, you know who you're dealing with. It makes life much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that's all it is. And honestly, when it's a crap day, I just do a social media thing on him. Yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah, a lot. For everyone. He's a lot. stressed because I didn't wear um, visible socks. Oh. Uh, but these that's... boys are in good, wearing good company today. Yeah, what are you going to say about that, Rich? <laughs> You're all pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously my answer. You're a disgrace to humanity. The millennials I'll cop it from, but people in their 50s, whatever you're in, it makes me sick. 50s? He's trying, to, he's trying to act like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Matt, Matt, you dress like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice images of each other. But we live near each other. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, um, sorry, Karen. What would you say has been the... Uh, your best piece of advice for building the successes you have from an being an from an agent perspective and a business perspective have, have fun along the way mm. you have to mm. um the teamwork's yeah, a big thing mm. teamwork you, you you know when we say we thrash it out and move on don't mm. think thrashing it out takes 60 seconds mm. like we have a good thrash out it's yeah. really really cool but if you don't have the respect we have for each other um you don't get beyond that Mm. The other thing is, you know, when your team develops, they start coming up with really cool ideas as well. Mm. So it's not just two people coming up with ideas mm. now. There's a lot happening. Yeah. Um, Matt's really awesome at connecting within the industry. I don't do so much of that. Mm. And the people that he's brought into the business to train us or people we just go for coffee with privately or whatever have had a, a really good impact on our business. You've been well. speaking on stage like once or twice though this year. What's that thing called? Uh, the REB yeah, okay. conference. Yeah, yeah, innovate, that, re-innovate. re-innovate, which was yep. fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, I think... They I haven't think, asked us back. Can <laughs> I it, was good. it was good for us. Yeah, can I tell you, learning off other people is a big one. A lot of agents probably mm. don't do that. They don't reach out. Some do. We do. Mm. Like, we've been doing this for a long time between mm. the two of us. is 50 um, plus years of experience. But some of the best things that we've learned are from just reaching out to 
to other agents, you know, bouncing ideas off each other. Um, Definitely. You know, we're lucky enough, we're friends with Con, who spoke today, we had dinner with him a few nights ago. Mm. Um, heaps of people in the industry, mm. you know, Tom Hector, we had mm. breakfast with him, Angelo Nicholas last year, like really just reaching out to people, building a connection and picking their brains. Mm. Phil Harris has been a huge- That never used to happen. When no. I first started, that just never happened. Mm. It's you, really only- And you don't have to be in our roles to do that. Like our, our, our sales guys, PM guys, they do it. Mm. It's incredible the amount of time someone will give if you just ask them. Yeah. Like, and, and our doors mm. are open. We've proven that. We invite and people in all the time. Um, they'd be honored. Honored to, yeah. like, that. it feels good to be asked. Yeah. For advice. Yeah. Um, of course you fantastic. Um, and you, you learn things. I learn as much off you as you will from me from mm. a conversation. Mm. We're just at different stages. When mm. we um, mm. talk to people before they join our team, I always like to remind them they're going to go through a lot of doubt over that first three months. Everyone mm. wants to quit in the first three months because mm. the way they perceive our industry isn't the reality of it. <laughs> yeah, and that's for sure. Social media's kind of stuffed that up for people. Yeah, like, yeah. the Rolexes, the Porsches, <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. the first three months, no. you realize like, <laughs> Sorry. Everyone, talks, everyone says when they start, because I love selling, selling real estate's the easy part. Oh. You've got to get listings, right? They yeah. don't realize that sort of stuff. So yeah. they don't realize the commitment and the hours and the effort that it's to actually get it's crazy it's so crazy um but you know what if you go back i mean the reason that i think our business is successful is because we're we're happy to share all the failures we've made and we made them all all three of them mm. <laughs> <laughs> we made them though. like we've made all these mistakes yeah and yeah. i reckon that's why it's like parenting yeah and, and i think that's it is right? what's mm. what do you think changed so <clears throat> when i was working there you guys are obviously doing great numbers already but from the past four or five years from when I left till now, um, there's been a lot of changes. The yeah. team's expanded massively. There's been a second office opening. Yeah. Um, you've built like, there, there was good agents there, but that obviously Ken and Jackson now they've grown even further and added some new pieces, but even your health as well. Like you've got a PT, you've dropped probably like a hundred kilos. <laughs> <laughs> But you, what, what changed from four or five years ago to now? Honestly, what happened? I, I think one one of the first catalysts for us was that trip we did to the Harris. Yeah. And look at, looking yeah. at a business we could aspire to, that we felt mm. we could have a connection with, that was step one, I think. We, you yeah. Know, we can be better than where we are. That changed actually, my mindset too. Yeah. That was actually, crazy. Honestly, looking at us and saying, you know what? There's no reason why we can't be them. Mm. And, and, and you, you really start to think, we're taking this <clears> here. <throat> we can be much better than what we really mm. are. Mm. Um, putting your balls on the line, actually having a crack. You know, yeah. we, we employed people that had little to no experience. We trusted that we could help them, and they trusted us that we could help them. I think that, and we just really, honestly, we work bloody hard. We don't have a fear of failure. Yeah, we never have. <clears throat> so you know, you hear people saying they're scared of losing the listing. Yeah, we've we've never been scared of. We don't think about fail, mm. failing in anything. Mm. Um, again, it's about simplifying it, and we do a really good job of that. Always mm. come back to the basics. Mm. Um, but it's really good to listen to these people that you guys introduced us all to. Look at the people they target to make sure they, they fill gaps in their business with the right people. Yeah. Mm. You know what? I'm, I'm sick of writing ads. Mm. I'm so happy I don't mm. do them anymore. We mm. had a we got a marketing team. We didn't mm. want to put pointers out and do this and do this and do this. So we engaged sales associates and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We get heavy. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's the simplest things like that. 
we then allowed ourselves to only do the things we're really good at, which is generally in our mm. job, the dollar productive stuff. Mm. You know what, the health side of it, I think that's <clears> a big game changer. Um, and Richard and I, for too long, mm. put that on the back burner yeah. and were purely just work, which is not healthy. Mm. You think it is because you, you feel guilty that you know, we've got to work, we've got to mm. produce, we've got a business, we've got people to look after. But we really both stepped back uh, a while back and said, you know what, this is not sustainable for two reasons. Firstly, you burn out. Mm. You don't feel great and you're really struggling. And the other one is that if you're not healthy, your energy, mm. you don't have the energy. Mm. And if you don't have the energy, you can't leave. Like you're a health fanatic, you're running <laughs> kilometers and kilometers every day. What do you do it? Yeah, for, to be energized from what I do. Really. Is that it? To be feel good, be energized. And okay. I'm a bit of an extremist, but. Mindset? Mindset, yeah, and that's another thing like, you know, the, the last one I did an ultra marathon, that's a mindset one. Like, it becomes a point where it's no longer physical. You, right. You're dead. Like, after, you know, 40Ks, the last 20Ks, it's, it's all mindset. But it's mindset. So Richard and I both train in the mornings, and I think we both do it because we know once we get that done, the rest mm. of the day is easy. You've already conquered your first task. Like, we enjoy it, but it's also, yeah, it's that. We, right. It's kind of like we knock that on the head. Yeah. Mm. Everything else is easy. And then, you know let yourself slip at anything moving forward. Yeah. Like, I don't have that crappy lunch. Yeah. Because I remembered what I went yeah, through in the morning. The so you don't just let yourself have the, no, Porto. the diets that we, we had at the time. Can you introduce me like some nuggets or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of the stuff these boys would eat. When um, we went bad. through COVID, everyone, us included, you just reflect on your own life. Mm. And I think health was one of the things that I realised during that period that I hadn't given enough attention to. Yeah. And then at the end of it, when we had our team meeting, we sort of were talking about the fact that we all learned that as long as you've got your health, you're invincible. Mm. Right? Literally, you can do anything as long as you're healthy, right? Mm. Um, because we've all been worried about COVID for two years that we just wanted to be healthy. Mm. All came down to we weren't worried about cars and holidays anymore as we just didn't want to get COVID. Mm. So we, we realised that was the thing. Um, I still, I'm probably the only person on the planet that started a diet on Christmas Eve. Oh, did you right. literally start on Christmas Eve? He would have oh. done it to be stubborn, though. He would have changed his mind to be stubborn, yeah. but he would have done it that so, way. So I put myself through the same thing each and every day since then. And I just found then I developed these routines that I've never had before. Mm. And that was another big thing as well. I had <clears> a bit of that. What so, have you learned from losing the weight and, and starting a new diet and a, a new exercise plan? What are the, what are the biggest things you've you're learned? never too old to let excuses get in the way of the truth. Mm. That I used to say it was because I had, I got married, I got lazy. And then it was the first baby came along, oh, you know, I had a rough night's sleep. And then the second one came along. There was always an excuse as to why I wasn't doing it. And I let myself have those excuses. And then mm. I surrounded myself with successful people. Guess what? They had kids. Yeah. <laughs> they were married. They, yeah. were, they were also extraordinarily fit. They were incredibly successful. Um, mm. that they, they were surrounded by people who supported them and lifted them higher. And, yeah. and I thought, well, okay, I need that. Yeah. Uh, I had the people around me. It was me holding me back. So mm. the other thing is, you know, you've got Matt going through that training. You're seeing that every day. And again, mm. you're just looking at the guys around you. They're saying they went to the gym in the morning and they're mm. feeling great. And you mm. you had your name. I used to see it on social media. You had your name as like the gym junkie or whatever. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know what happened. happened but you were I don't know. What, but you know what it is? The excuses came up. I broke we, we my all, leg. Yeah. This stuff. You know, you, we've, we've all been through it. Yeah. Right? But you know what? We also, I think, keep each other a little bit of accountable without, without even saying anything. Yeah. Mm. You know? yeah. For me, the PT idea was purely because I had an appointment. Like I, I, yeah, I can't I escape had, it. 
Well, he can, but then the messages he's going to um, barrage me with is going to be like, I'm going to turn up. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, also the routine. Yeah. Just yeah. keep going. Otherwise, you're going to have a bender the night before. <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get on the piss and come in late, and you're just going to make the excuse. It doesn't matter the next morning. If you know you've got to be up and you've got mm. to do it, you're going to be much more disciplined with everything. You know, mm. when you talk about being successful at this, I often ask, what have you learned at Eric or anything different for the last however many years of your career? You're hearing the same thing. At some point, you've got to execute it. Mm. Do you just know what I mean? Reminding. And everything that gets in the way is yeah. an excuse. Yeah. So what well, <clears throat> in your team have heard the same things for however long they've been working for. I don't care if it's yeah. a day or a year or two yeah. years. hasn't changed. At what point do we actually stop making out as if we're there researching and actually start yeah. executing? what mm. we've got to do mm. and the best ones are the ones that are consistent yep. it's mm. as simple as that Matt said it earlier I'm 100% behind him on that comment they're consistent nothing gets in the way of tomorrow morning they're making those same 100 phone calls if that's what they do the AMPM mm. lifestyle if that's what they choose to do calls in the morning appointments in the afternoon they're all non-negotiables mm. everything that happens at work is a non-negotiable it is kind of funny this shouldn't be a learning experience it should be a refresher yeah, it should it be is. an energy boost. Yeah, because yeah, I, I just I've been texting that a little bit in there to be frank, and I'm saying to him like, mate, we well, yeah. do all this now. Like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, it, it's just a reminder if you've dropped the ball in a couple of areas that you've got to get back on the yeah. course. But it's just excuses, mate. Distractions and excuses. Everyone's yeah. heard it all. Now, uh, usually we have agents on here, and we ask them, you know. What, what like what are you doing differently but you're you're in a different position now where we've got someone that's looking from the outside looking in what what like you for example Turun and Vivek they're writing great numbers what do you see them doing differently than their competitors building a team mm. and and really you know scaling themselves so that they're specialized <clears throat> in what they're great at and mm. then building a team around probably what they need help with or what mm. they don't enjoy doing, either or. Um, I think though, the biggest thing mm. is consistent. They're mm. just literally consistent with whatever they do. And, they're, and they're, they're focused in their areas, you know, they're, we say hyper-local is probably the best way to describe it. Like Tarun is Stratfield, bit of Homebush. Vivek is South Stratfield, Belfield. And they're known in those markets. Mm. You go down the road <coughs> with Tarun, we go down the road with Vivek, and, and and people know that they stop, they chat, everyone. It's but it's it's also, you know, people see this tip. Uh, These guys have been really uh, slogging at it, laying that foundation for a long time, um, but they're consistent. <coughs> the relationships yeah. for me is the answer. Yeah. In addition to Matthew's comment, by the way, yeah. I support everything. Um, but the relationships they have with people. Yeah. is the thing that's probably Deeper. impressed me the most. Yep. And as you can imagine, particularly Stratfield, Stratfield South and so on, that's my backyard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was always them being told, say hi to Rich, say hi to Rich. We know Rich, we know his family, we know his dad, we know this. Now I'm being told we're speaking to, we know Jerome, <laughs> we know Rebecca. <laughs> really? and like it's that sort of yeah. change now. I'm, I'm going down the road and... Um, it's a changing know, of a guard there. It, I love, and that's when you <clears> drop, drive yeah. on. It comes back to being a dad. You yeah. Know, you, grow up wanting to be the best in the universe and <laughs> yeah. when you become a dad you want to see your kids be the best in the universe yeah same in business yeah all we wanted to do was be the best agents in the world and be number one and be at Eric and do all these but now for us the thrill is I would love to see them number one I'd love to see them speaking at Eric if that's what they want to do and it's good um, because they started from a very 
very low pace. Like yeah. to watch them succeed yeah. is awesome. What do, you, what do you feel is the, um, the biggest roadblocks or challenges? For, you guys have yeah. wealth of experience above us that our age group struggle with all the roadblocks preventing our success. That's the easiest answer, mate. Yeah. It's happening now this weekend, probably with everyone <clears> your <throat> age. Themselves. I can't believe how many of you guys, not you two, but mm. how many people your age work their backsides off all week only to get plastered mm. on a Friday night mm. before Saturday. Mm. It blows my mind. Mm. There's a lack of discipline. And mm. um, I'm brought up in an era where you were, you fell over on your own and you had to wipe yourself off. I feel like today there's a lot more catching of you guys before, of younger people before they fall and learn. Mm. Um, do you know what? I reckon you've got to go out on your own and have a crack. Mm. I think you rely too. I think not you. Sorry for saying you guys. I'm, no, so I want to take it back. I'm referring to the new people coming through that you've asked about. To these guys. Yeah, yeah, to these guys. I think it's about going out there and having a crack and learning from your mistakes and not always running to mum and dad for help as soon as things get tough. Stop getting in your own way. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what you're doing is going to either make or break your next day. Think about it like that. Mm. And be willing to learn. Yeah. Go out and explore those people who have done it before, made all the mistakes, you know, mm. and ask them, what would you do? How would you do it? They mm. want to tell you. Reach out, yeah. Because mm. most successful people have made the errors. Yeah. And really successful people learn off the ones that have made the errors so they avoid mm. the Are there any errors top of mind <clears throat> you can think of? Yeah. That you can check? big time. You can probably, I'm 47 now and I've actually calmed down. Well, you're looking, um, <laughs> but no, no, but really, if you want to know the biggest mistake I made, um, and this is where, you know, this is what drew me to Kev when we first met was that similar energy at mm. the same age is we're bouncing around all over the place and didn't have that structure. Yeah. Do you remember those days, yeah. mate? And, I was a and, 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 no, but really. Between the two of you, you were. Oh, we, we were like, we were just catching on the roof. It was insane. It was like Father's son going nuts. Mm, but yeah. but the, the reality was it was just not having that structure in place. Um, I love these people that know how to sit at their desk. I used to, you know, make a call, make calls from 9 to 9.30 and then go out for an appointment, come back in, make a few calls and then go back out to an appointment. I was just a yes man to everyone as they needed me. Mm. Um, I think that's what I'd be doing differently. I'd like to have a lot more structure from day one. And I have to admire the successful younger agents that do have that because mm. they're getting the rewards for it. If I, yeah. if I was, you know, in, in a different position, much younger, mm. the first thing that I would do is have an associate agent, what Kev's done with his team. Mm. You know, as a, as a young guy, I'm so <coughs> experienced now though, but a young mm. guy still, um, to have that team around you, to have the, the guts to have the team around you, that's the number one thing I would change. Yep. That's the, by far and away, good, mm. my biggest regret. And advice? Not having someone on younger. sooner. Younger. When, and for like any gender preference? No, no gender preference. So it's got nothing to do with And, and what role? Okay. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, I just needed to know where Matt was headed with it. No, no gender preference. Okay. What's so, up, and what role would you have? Like, would it be a prospector? For me? No, because uh, my, 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 my skill, I reckon, is building relationships, finding that lead and, and listing. Mm. Uh, I want someone to do all of my buyer yeah. work and then prospect off the back of the buyers. So to mm. get ultra good, mm at buyer work because too many agents mm. undervalue that part. They think, well, just list it, <clears throat> jump onto realestate.com and guess what? The buyers will trip over through the front mm. door. It has been that way. 
It has been years, that way. But, but it's not like that. You have to shift. And the best relationships I have today are from people I sold to 15, 20 years ago. Um, yeah. Or buyers agents that I've known for 10, 15 mm. years, you know, when you were popular. Um, yes. <laughs> um, but it's, it just really is the one thing he's been. It's really just that. That's what I get them to do. First of all. You know, when you mentioned Sharon and Vivek mm. and all that, I think that's why they're successful too. Mm. They're teams are outstanding. Yeah. But, but I remember the conversations with both of them when yeah. before they put on their first associate agent mm. is that I'm making a mistake. I remember the conversation with Tarun particularly well. It's like, oh, am I doing it at the wrong time? And now he's got a team of, of five mm. within the space of a year and a half of putting the first Wow. One. So you have to take the step. Yeah. 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 Selfish question, but I'm going to use it since you guys are here and these guys are here. They, they've all been in the industry for less than a year. Nick's yeah. been in the industry for um, well, only a few months. Yep. What would your advice be to these guys? How long to stay as an assistant, whether it's another year or three years, and how to how to progress and take the most I'll of it? I'll answer the timing make the most of it. Um, the timing, I don't think there is a set time, yep. but in the same token, I think you've got to not rush it, learn what you can. Um, I don't think there's a set rule. I reckon three years is a realistic time frame, personally. Yeah. Personally. I think one year, that's tough. But I think three years is fair. Yeah. This is our difference of opinion. Yeah. I wouldn't let it go beyond two. If anyone is happy to stay in that role for longer than two years, they don't want to be a salesperson. Okay. Wow, that's me, an interesting me, way of yeah, that's yeah. I've got hunger like nobody on the planet. I know that. I'm highly competitive. I hate losing in everything. Yeah. So if I'm looking for somebody to grow within my team, I want them beating down the door after 12 months saying, what's my plan in yeah. the next 12 months? Yeah. And then... I want to be given some opportunities in that second year to go out and do some. So you're very big with houses, for example. I know there's probably not a lot of apartments. In no there. way. Can I no. Just use well, there is. I just wouldn't. I, I, judging when, when we were doing all that strata, can I be honest with you? Yeah, you loved every single I thing. hated it so much. And when I came back to the hills, I actually said to myself, I'm really not going to try touch apartments. Well, let me just say something on that as a, as a, a bit of an explanation for the team. And you yeah. can do it based on price point as opposed to strata. You might say yeah. getting up to 700000 whatever. But I'd be saying in the second year, <coughs> it's time for these guys to start going out and having a crack at those appraisals. Yeah. And they should be hitting a market that you no longer want to service in that second year, in my opinion. Yeah. So if you're doing one and a half million plus, is mm. it Nick that's in his second year? Uh, oh, no. Tom and Zach have been around for a year now. I'd be saying to these guys, in your second 12 months, I want you to get everything between zero and one and a half. I yeah. made that number up. I don't know your core, but it'll yeah. be zero to one. Yeah. And that you want to focus on the stuff above that. Yeah. So that second year should be a lead into them going out on their own. But that's just but, my But also yeah. show initiative. Like you've got to show initiative. Don't rely on kept to go and list everything. 100%. Go out there and look for business. Mm. No, pretend you're the lead agent if you like. I will mm. say one of the greatest things you brought to the team, mm. and you did change the way we prospected, mm. was I'd come back into the office and there'd be like eight appraisals put in my diary. Mm. Mm. And you're a freak at that. Mm. You're probably as good as anyone I've worked with. I can to still that. hear your voice. They, they don't believe me. So what does that make now? We've all remembered your line. Uh, but the funny thing is you, you rip through them and you, yeah. you generate a lot of business through that. And I expect mm. that that's what they're doing for you. They're doing it massively. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think once they're able to do that, see, the reason I talk about our second year is they're developing relationships with the guys over the phone anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. So mm -hmm. for them to show up, 
is not some junior show. No. They've earned the credibility by getting the appointment. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't hurt for them to go and have a bit of a crack. Yeah, for sure. I like what Matt I agree. said. <clears throat> They're meant to be beating down the door and showing that initiative and saying, Kev, I want to take this mm. one. Yeah. What, what would your advice be to someone like Kevin myself when, in terms of working for a company under a brand versus going out on your own? I, I think if you've got a, I, I think real estate's changing, right? Exactly. I think what's going to happen is you're going to have more, let's call them big offices, super offices, however you want to term it, and then you've got those teams, those great sized teams within the brand. Um, you want a brand that's going to support you because you don't want to have to do all of the legwork that's going to take away <coughs> from what you are good at and what mm. makes your money. Mm. So it's everyone thinks it's easy to run a business. Um, it's not. Real estate it's businesses not. are bloody hard. Um, mm. And no, that's expensive. You've got to have a big team. Mm. Yeah, that's a big payroll. People think that when, when, when you ask us that question, it always sounds like a business owner not wanting their team to go out and start their own business. Um, but the funny thing is, what Matt said is actually 100% correct. Mm. It's not like it used to be where everyone can just go out. Have, have you noticed there are so many offices we actually don't even know in our core areas? Yeah. Like you've got to have size. Yeah, size yeah. matters. I've been trying to tell yeah. them that for a while. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. size matters. And, and, and for me, for me, as much as, it, as much as it, as much as it, as much as it, you sir. No, no, no. <laughs> <we've been talking laughs> as much as it pains me to say it, when I think of Kevin mm. Buchanan, I think of Manor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, for me, that great he, he's part of that. That's right. Yeah. He's part of that brand. I, mm. I don't even know the directors' names yeah. by heart. I asked today. I do respect them, and I, that's why I raised him. One of them yeah. in particular. Yeah, um, Jay. 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 Yeah. And I'm sorry, I forgot it, but I actually think of you when I think of Manor, and I think yeah. that's what business is like now moving forward, that you don't have to be Jay mm. yeah. to be considered Manor. And I, I think that too. Like, the fact is when I... <sighs> Like if I was to go, oh, if I go out on, someone asked me, what if you go out on your own? Like, why don't you think of it? Mm. And I go, well, you really want to compete against Manor? Like, <laughs> so, no, 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 you said something to me about that and you said, I'm happy. And, and happy, I'm and happy. happy. Right now, I've got spot, I'm you happy. asked us for a job, you asked to come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I just say something? No way, no chance. The Strathfield Apartments. Oh, yeah. No way. I'd can rather I, I I'd rather do strata management. I touched on it earlier. I touched on it earlier and I want to remind you of it. Running a business has nothing to do with listing and selling. If you want to be successful as an agent, mm. do not own a business. Yeah, it's you, true. I, mm. I, there are thirty-five <clears throat> to forty people that we have to look after every single day that does not involve listing and yeah. selling. Yeah. It's very hard to win. People think that. it just happens yeah. and that everyone's just always happy and everything's always easy. It's yeah. not like that. I think it's for not. some people as well, like if they want to tick it off. So for us, we've got pathways for our agents as a big part of our, our growth, I think, in the future, is that they come into the business in different capacities and take some sort of you know ownership of Richard Matthews, maybe a different office and they'll specialise and, and help run. Um, and that's, I wish that was available probably yeah. when we were coming through right. because you wouldn't need to. Yeah. Richard Matthews oh, North Kellyville is one of our offices that are going to be opening soon. So <laughs> oh, I reckon Jay and Igor are going to send a bomb package. I haven't met him yet. <laughs> no, but it's, it's um, yeah. you know, if you're in a great team, the money that the top sales agents earn as sales agents will eclipse, I, I for sure believe, what business owners can earn just because there's sheer profit in life. You're not pumping money into branding. And, you're promoting, but not on the same scale. Yeah. And you don't have a huge payroll back end. 
I'll give you a, a, a basic one. Four days ago, I don't sleep very much. Four days ago, 4.45 in the morning, first text message, Rich, I've got COVID. Wow. 5.02 a.m., same day, 17 minutes later, another message, Rich, I've got COVID. These are three days before we've got 12 auctions. Oh, They're God. salespeople, right? responsible for multiple auctions, 126 open homes that day, all sorts of stuff going on. Does it really <coughs> seem like a fun job? Before most people have woken up, I've had to devise a strategy to try and make sure who's covering who, who can do this, who can do that. You know, Obviously the people that aren't well aren't thinking straight at that point as to how to manage a situation, so you've got to do that as well. That was what took up part of that, a, a large chunk of my morning. And also at the same time, the first thing is caring about their health the health of the people in their family that could catch it off them as well. Um, we send care packages to everyone in our, in our office who gets COVID. So we do a bit of a shot for them to just make it a little bit easier for them. Yeah, it, it, look, because you, you're not again, getting long care. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no red wine. It's not for, ex, it's not for no, traders. Ever, <laughs> <laughs> Did one of your team have their alarm set to wake up at six o'clock, by the way? Did I hear an alarm go off before? Yeah, you did. That was, uh, that's uh, exactly. Exactly. He actually needed a wake up call at 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> Richard, was, Richard was up at 3 a.m. And I pushed breakfast back 15 minutes and it was like, oh. So yeah, I mean, so, no, but you know, when you talk about business ownership, Kev, people never think about all that other stuff. Yeah. They never think about it. The fact that Matt's phone, my phone, literally both of us, because we're often involved in the same, we're getting called till close to midnight nearly every night. Oh, and we get text messages overnight so that when we wake up, that's what we're waking up to. Um, so there's a lot of, so you're waking up to stress. I don't consider it stressful. Um, it's a compassionate situation generally. It's the, you've got to think of the person sending the message, not yourself. Yeah. There's someone who's woken up sick. Yeah. My concern is for them, it's not stress. <clears throat> but it, it is also time consuming. And when you are a gun salesperson and you want to be focusing on listing and selling, you don't want to be managing mm -hmm. that. So when it comes to running a business, I like the idea of the super teams. Yeah. Let us worry about that other stuff. You guys focus on making money, which is what you're great at. Me too. Do you guys invest outside of the business? Development, property, share yeah. that other thing? We've got stuff and we're always looking to diversify. But interestingly enough, always <coughs> wanting to do stuff together. Yeah, we've never, never, done done never done anything together. Outside of this, not in terms of a development side or anything like that. Right now, we're not afraid to say our focus right now is business growth. Yeah. It really is. And we're not stopping <coughs> two offices. I can you're tell just, you right now. You're just reinvesting back in. We absolutely want to grow. <coughs> and awesome. Matt, again, put it beautifully in that we want our team to be a part of future offices that we're opening as well. So I think though that Rich and I, you know, we, we both established ourselves with property and stuff when we were younger too. Yeah. Like I, I know I was 20 when I bought my first property and oh. Rich was young too. So um, for us, we established that as well. Like, so for, for the young guys, for, for everyone out there, get that base, um, it's, it's important. <coughs> uh, but we're keeping the money now that we're making by reinvesting it back in. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably, you know, my background, the family stuff. Yeah. So development was always sort of in the family as well. Mm. Is your dad still doing stuff? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Machine doesn't stop. Yeah, do you remember when you were or you used to, well, you might be saying it now? I want to finish at forty, and I want to retire at forty. Yeah, and I want to try to just <laughs> give up on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's the last thing you want to do when you get to those ages. Yeah. yeah. Your mind's just got so much information, so much knowledge, and you just want to keep improving. Yeah. Mm. It's true. It's so funny because I find like not many agents invest in outside of their like in property. They like to spend money on the appearance of things, but they don't. You know, <coughs> that that's a big thing. Like, yeah. don't, I don't know. Just... I, I think a lot of people place their value mm. on stuff. Mm. Um, and as you get older, right, mm. that that value is not mm. really what you think it is. Yeah. You know, um, it's nice. Like we both like to holiday well. Mm. I like cars, Rich doesn't. Um, so we have different interests. He likes clothes, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that's because I actually want to pick your brains on this do you think it's important to um, we're not lavish when you're mm. one thing I'm being conscious of now is the perceived <clears throat> per, the perception I perceive to a client if I want to be a 2% agent or whatever yeah. yet like something I want to get your opinion on is is it okay for me to have be myself and, and wear what I want to wear or yes. is it also important to take into consideration the perception okay that, yes, do you know what I mean reason. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're going to turn up with shorts and a singlet, you're going to struggle. It mm. might be yourself, but even we don't do that. Mm. But I think our opinion on this has changed more recently because you know what? People want to see you mm. as a human being, but they also need to see you somewhat as professional. So mm. there's a way you can dress that is you're going to struggle with a client and depends who you're seeing. I reckon mm. you've got to end your stripes. I really do. I, think, stripes, I, 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 I don't think mm. you can be in your first year of real estate and rocking up in jeans and a shirt with a jacket. I really don't. I yeah. think you need mm. some funds on We the have board. different but views on this part. We, we, we no, it's good. I, like, I, I want to learn from you. If you're coming to my house like that, I'm not listening. <laughs> no, for right? sure. No, yeah. I'm just no, saying. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Matt, Matt might. Mm. Um, it depends on who you are. <clears> now, the biggest challenge mm. for you is if you walked in casual right now like that, is then winning me over with your information. So you could win me over with your presentation maybe where I forgot about anything else. Mm. Um, but there are a lot of successful agents I see, like they're presenting now, like John McGrath standing there in jeans and a t-shirt yeah. so talking to Matthew McConaughey today. Like mm. I never, I, I, zero yeah. fucks given. Well, and, right. and, and I never even noticed it, but like, I never cared. It was yeah. just, he's comfortable in himself and he's not trying to be someone else. Mm. But I don't reckon he would have done it. I don't reckon he would have done that with um, at, at the equivalent actor 30 years ago. Mm. I just don't believe he would have worn a black t-shirt. I've jeans. always seen John wear that. Yeah. I or or match or, or, or Kalosh with the with the hat, the baseball hat. Yeah, the baseball cap. Yeah, look at yeah. His runs. yeah, I know. He's got crazy runs <clears> on the board. I know. Um, but but if you're if you're a young agent, you know, and, you and couldn't do that. I, I get this question a lot by people I interview, not necessarily those who work with us, but um, is my age an issue? Yeah, it's not. But you can make it an issue if you dress yourself to look yeah. that age sometimes. So you've got to. You've got to sort of, if you're young, you've got to try and impress the client so that the age is not a factor. Because yeah. mm. you can't sell on experience. Have yeah. some runs. Have yeah. some runs. Yeah, yeah. Jerome's 24. Mm. He's going to write close to 4 million bucks. For the last six months or so, he's been wearing a lot more jeans and, and just a collared shirt. But his signboards are all over Strathfield. It's yeah. gone beyond yeah. whether or not he's suited up. But yeah. you know what it is? He's got the relationship relationships with the now. Yeah. So they know him. Ah, on auction day. Suits mm. up. Yep. Because I've just gone through the process now. I've invested, you know, quite a lot in some, you know, n nice five new tailored suits, and I'm going to start making that because very easy. Theodore. 
Yes. Yeah, Theodore. Because like it's very easy. Like I'm King. the office. I'm around. Like you know, Jack's very t-shirt and shorts. It's yeah. easy to get in that um, that I mindset and lower your standards. But he himself that way. Yeah. Like that's his look, and he's consistent with it. Mm. He is consistent with it. So yeah, it's an look, interesting one. I, I think that the world's changed a little bit in that regard. You know, the suit and tie stuff. It's sticky. It's stuffy. Yeah. I wouldn't Changing. Yeah, but then it's like you, like you said, you also want to have crossed that line where you're being that agent that's just that flashy kind of. But you know what? Again, relationships matter. I accept that. Yeah. But why mm. not? Why not just put in a couple of years before you're worried about whether you're wearing yeah. jeans or not? Yeah. Just put in a couple of years. Yeah, it's true. I like, for example, I didn't. I never wore jeans and a shirt, and I, I've actually come back to suits to be honest with you. Um, but well, I. Tim McQueen, I love selling you. No, yeah, it's it is that. It's a bit of that, and also me pulling on weight. But um, <laughs> no, but so good, mate. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's I <clears throat> I never wore the jeans and the shirt and the and, and the sports jacket until I was doing. Well, I didn't even do it until I did pretty much two mil. Like, yeah. I just wasn't there didn't do it. Mm. It's an example. Think about what your competition's doing as well. Yeah. If, you, yeah. if you're 24, for example, and you're up against no. someone with 20 years experience and hungry. Not a, not a lazy one, or a, and they're going in looking sharp, mm. and yeah. you're going in looking like you've come from the pub. It, it, I know who I'd probably want to deal with. Mm. Yeah, um, you're just adding an extra I, hurdle if you have over that too. I, I just don't see mm. the urgency to rush into being casual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good to hear your, your opinion on things from that perspective. You know what? You might be in a market that doesn't give a damn. Mm. Yeah, honestly, you could be in a have a core area that just mm. uh, might be courses for courses. I don't yeah. Know. I reckon you get away for it with it in Penrith. But then it's funny, Jack gets away with it in the eastern suburbs. I remember freaking out when mm. I stopped wearing ties. Just two, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm not having this debate with him. Or not wearing parachutes or shirts. Yeah. Oh, the parachute shirts. The parachute shirts oh, were yes. crazy. That took a while. Yeah. Thank God you got some double tailored. breasted suits. You'd have some specials. <clears throat> you don't like yeah. double breasted suits? It goes to show um, I can wear whatever I want and still go alright. So <laughs> I don't need the BMX. And, and what about BMX. cars? Do you think car called a BMX? BMX. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> what do you think is more important the way you the quality of your suit and your car or is it keeping that attire well kept uh, I think I've never thought this much about it to be honest mate I've always <laughs> just made sure I'm neat to tie it really yeah. it doesn't have to be high end stuff mm. you know you mentioned uh, Fedor before where, who we use you guys yeah. use you know do a, a lot of agents use um, affordable, look sharp enough. Because there's a lot of like young guys that'll be like, do we buy cars? the car first? I yeah, I would cars? love to hear it, yeah. Um, because I'm not a car guy. <laughs> mm. I like to think I'm pretty successful at this gig. I bought my first car for more than $32,000 five years ago. Wow. I've never thought about it. I was a Commodore, I was a Holden man my whole life. So I've just enjoyed driving Holdens. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until some people sort of put a bit of a, some people, no names mentioned, because I don't want to throw anyone under Matthew. the bus. But it's like, mate, you're, like, yeah. you're a director of this, you're in real estate. And like, I got my first car a bit more sort of <laughs> expensive. And it's nothing flash. It's a Lexus. I don't know what the letters are. <laughs> RX57. What are you going to track it? T something. Yeah. And then, but that's the first time. Mm. Now, mate, I've never worn the most expensive clothes. I'm never the best dressed anywhere in the world in terms of luxury. Um, I'm never driving the best car. But I, I'll bet you a million bucks on the best presenter every single time. I'll bet you a million bucks. 
Kev, you've been in with me. Hundred percent, and I'd, I'd agree with that. Anyone that goes in with me, and I'm I'd sure agree they with don't that. care whether I've got a Commodore or a two thousand dollars suit. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's something about the car side of it. Like I love cars. No, that's right? different. You love it. So for me, and you're both very similar to Richard. You know, I didn't buy cars that were of higher value until I'd well established my career. Like mm. we're talking ten years in. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. So that was never the priority. What what I always did was spend money on making sure that I look sharp enough to obviously do business and promoting myself. Mm. Like put your money there. Like you you could wear, um, you know, Rolex or or you know the, the the greatest quality belts or you know really expensive stuff. Or you could spend that money as a young guy. I'm talking. You could spend that money, guy or girl. You could spend that money promoting yourself. Building your brand, getting this foundation, fantastic. Mm. The other stuff will come mm. if you're into that. I'd right. rather see you growing. By the like, way, you shouldn't have your European car because I saw how you drove it on the M2 the other night. Uh, <laughs> now, can I just share edit this? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's a really bad, like a really rough. Think about what we do for a living. We sell a home to someone for five million bucks, and a year and a half later, we're selling it again, and they're telling us it's because of a lifestyle change. Yeah. Right. Don't live beyond your means. Do you know what looks mm. good? Going from the Commodore to the whatever is a car above it. And that's what looks good. From a Commodore to a BMW, not a BMW first then having to go back to a Commodore. Yeah, that's it's not a good look. Work into it. Build yourself up and people see you building up at the same time. They know you're successful because you went that way. Yeah. Don't start with the drama. And you know what? So, don't put pressure on yourself. I think a lot of young people put a lot of pressure on themselves mm. about look. Mm. Now you can easily dump a heap of money on certain things and no one will give a flying fuck except for you. Do you have yeah. people that are direct with you? Yeah. I'll tell you how it is. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I've always had people say to me, I'm very direct. I think we can all agree. Yes. <laughs> I'm a pretty direct bloke. Very, very, uh, who's asleep? <laughs> um, I, I reckon um, I'm a pretty, it's, it's really amazing how many people say they want you to be direct with them until you're direct with them. Yeah. Mm. And then they don't like it. Mm. And then they turn around and dislike you. Mm. But then yeah. they they mistaken constructive criticism with disrespect. Yeah. If you've got people that pull you into line, you know you don't have to worry about all that. So surely there's someone that would come up to you and say, "Mate, you don't need a Rolex. Mm. Mm, Mate, you true. don't need a BMW right now. Whether it's, it's mum, dad, sister, brother, friend. Yeah, it's not like, needed. You don't need it. Yeah. Just maybe bounce off people who really talk honestly with you and just sort of. Do you mm. It's a good time to get a BMW. Well, I know you boys are both Jeff Jowler. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll tell you. And that's um, the thing, right? Because, like, Jeff will say, don't. You ride a horse to Yeah, ride a horse, right? And it's very easy to, like, be like that and not hold a standard. But then it's also easy to go to the extreme where you become egotistical and you're just yeah. buying stuff before you can I afford it. A, I think there's a bit of a compromise between where Jeff's at and what you're saying. Mm. Jeff's had the highs as well. I don't think you need to go straight to riding horses to auctions, but I'd, I'd say there's somewhere in between. Mm, yeah. It's a happy place, a happy ground. Yeah. That's Jeff's happy place. <laughs> yeah. No, really, it is. And yeah. God, he's he's went riding with him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah my daughter's into it. I so love that guy. There. And it's he's awesome. just real. Like, yeah, he's a champion. Yeah. Horses, he's a champion. Engaging with, with her, with the horses. And, yeah. 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 But he's passionate about Like, you can tell he's there and he's like talking with his passion. <clears> trying to get <throat> him on other stuff, but he's not interested. It's like, yeah. It's just direct. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. 100%. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, guys, well, one uh, kind of final parting piece that I wanted to ask is um, you've 
in terms of these agents that you've grown, what what do you think you've done differently as a leader to help build these guys in, into multi, some of the multi-million dollar agents? Look, I think for us, it's, we're selfless in it, genuinely. Like we put a lot of time and effort, uh, we train them, we, we go to appointments with them, we give everything we've got, we impart our knowledge to them. I think part of it is them naturally with the team, you know, learning off each other. That's mm. a real plus, very similar synergies because they're all similar experience. Mm. Um, I, I think we just genuinely, genuinely want them to be better. And yeah. we, we give whatever we can, genuinely. Yeah. Yes, the business benefits from that. Yeah. Of course they benefit from that both ways. Yeah. And we love it, we're passionate about it. Like we'll do whatever we have to do to help our team. Mm. I'll answer it by giving two. I'm going to give one answer about what I think Matt does well mm. and what I think I do. And it's mm. not to say that Matt doesn't do what I do and vice versa. Mm. I just want to talk about each quality. I think Matt has an incredible ability to connect with everyone in the team. Mm. And, I, and I think that's a special quality. Mm. So whether they're best friends or not, Matt knows how to connect with the team. So for me, I think Matt makes them feel extraordinarily comfortable when they need something. Mm. I think that's an incredible quality from a leader because some people can be intimidated. Mm. You've seen us like this and you might think, oh, well, there are a lot of offices where people can't talk to their directors yeah, or managers because it's a bit scary. So well, yeah. I, reckon, mm. I reckon the fact that Matt is so approachable and has a great connection to the team. Um, it's the old Ian Chapel story in cricket, for those that love cricket. They knew he was the captain on the field, but off the, off the field he was one of the boys and he could have a beer with them. And I think Matt's got that relationship. He can have a beer with them when it's not work and when mm. we're at work, they respect him as a leader mm. of the team. Mm. For, for me, is that a fair... Yeah, right? I think so. Mm. For me, I'd like to think, if, if I can speak about myself without gloating, because it's not now, mm. seriously, it's not about yeah. gloating. I think for me, my greatest quality as a leader is courage. Mm. Because I've got the, what you might call the unenviable position of being very upfront with people and mm. having to say things as it is. You're brutally honest. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, I'm not, when I say brutally honest, I'm not there to hurt In a good way. Yeah. In I, a I good way. I genuinely want to help people, but I hate the mollycoddling thing and I'm not mm. from that generation. So for me, I like to just get out what needs to be done. Um, I think we, and, and what, what Rich is saying, right, like his skill is being able to just uh, say very, it out easy. very direct with them. I just want to finish it with one point is I thank the bloke next to me for supporting me when they sometimes go to him and say, hey, mm. Richard just smacked me across the face. <laughs> and he'll say, well, okay. <laughs> they, they, but Matt will, Matt will then also support me in his way, in mm. the way that I went about it. So, but I, you know, that's the reason he's successful. Yeah. I really so mean it. It's a good synergy. It is a yeah. good one. But I think it, it, it's, it's easier said than done to be in my role. Mm. Um, it's, it's easier to say, I'll just be direct with them and all that mm. sort of stuff. People don't respond to it too well. I don't care what team you're in. Yeah. Um, but it's from a position of love. I swear to you it is. And my answer, when I speak to them, I always say, guys, if I didn't care about you, I wouldn't have the chat. Yeah. Mm. Or you wouldn't be here. Like, mm. I do it out of love. I genuinely do it out of love. But I think over time, they've gotten used to my style as well. So yeah. they don't take it the wrong way. Yeah, I definitely. I think we've also adapted mm. as leaders, as people adapt as humans and agents and grown mm. into our roles and what we're good and bad at. Keep in mind mm. now, I'm very different as a leader because the majority of my team have earned their stripes. Yeah, I'm, I don't. Got it. I'm not the same with them as I was two years ago. 
Yeah. I'm a very, very different person because they're very, very different in where they're at. They've come a long, long way. I, you know what it is? I think it's a respect both ways. Like they respect us for what we do and we respect them for what they do. And it's it's kind of unsaid, but I think we just know each other that way. Well. We do now. We do. Um, and the culture of our business, the DNA Richard talked about before, is that. Yeah. It's everyone knows that. Even the new people that come in very quickly get like a sales agent, property management, admin team, marketing team, us. We just mm. connect. Yeah. Um, why do you guys do this? Why do we do this? Yeah, just just to like, learn. Yeah, to learn. Right, yeah. yeah, we start like we're well, imparting yeah. the learnings onto other people, which is awesome. But obviously, yeah. you guys get a lot out of it. Yeah, this is a massive main reason to meet people right. like yourselves to learn. Hundred percent. Right. So, yeah. so I just wanted to say I was on a podcast. <laughs> I've never been on a podcast. Well, there you yeah. go. Oh. My life. I would have worn, worn my brown shoes that look like this. No, you said. <laughs> no, 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 How many pairs of shoes do you have? This and the brown ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> and when did you buy your journey? Oh, 10 years ago. No, 2000, before the Tigers won the grand final in 2005. Is that right? So, yeah. That's legit. Are you a Tiger? You're going to go a long way. Wow. <laughs> I'll go back to sleep. I'm sorry what I said. <laughs> now, I give you guys some credit. Here, I've watched uh, uh, a lot of, or probably all of all of your podcasts you do. It's real and it's raw and it's mm. natural. Mm. Um, it's not too staged. Mm. You know, and some of the other ones you, you see out there or certainly that we've done is like, it's very stiff, it's very sticky. And mm. it's easy to have a conversation with your boys because you are genuine. Mm. So that's probably why you successful respectfully oh, thank you. Thank in you. your own industries and for I me appreciate that. I, I've never watched it but I hit like <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have to get that out there <laughs> what? No, there's nothing wrong with that I'm what? honest about it no because I want to no, support yeah. you mate but I'm just going to watch this no but it's natural and that's a credit to you guys um, what advice would you you give stop doing them it's <laughs> 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 like productivity out there about what just advice. In the podcast, in, as an agent, yeah, as a young person. I wish I did it. Be yourselves. It's unreal. Mm. You're be killing it. yourselves. Be yourselves. Because you know what? The second, Richard and I, when we first started auctioning full-time for our business, this is the perfect example. We used to use an auctioneer, a gentleman by the name of Peter Baldwin. Legend. One of the gun. industry's legends. Absolute no, gun. gun. Top two auctioneers I've ever seen in the country. Like, skillful, 40,000 odd auctions under his belt. Phenomenal. When we first started doing it a little bit, because we we're getting a lot of volume years ago, we tried to emulate him. And we both said to ourselves, interestingly, we, we had this conversation, so, and we and we were saying, we, we can't, we're not him. And you know what, that's the point, it was we're not him. And we can't be. His voice and, his voice. and his uh, articulation of things is different how we can do it. And the second that we dropped trying to be someone else is the second that our auctioneering ability went next level. Because quite oh, frankly, what happened was we learned to love what we were good at and we both do it our own ways, like we said before. But what Rich does is natural to him and what I do is natural to me. Mm. So for you mm. guys, do the same thing. Stop trying to be somebody else. Learn from other people 100%. Get all the training, get all the mentoring, get all of that, listen to the podcast. But take that information and make it your own with your own style. Because mm, mm. otherwise, mm. you'll never be anything to anybody. Great advice. I've got no. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you want. No, I wish I did them. Yeah. Me, Who makes me. you say that? I think they're fantastic. 
I'd love this we side of real estate now. Yeah, yeah, I think we'd be fantastic together. Um, we well, wouldn't. Uh, to is, it too, fair, is it too old to start? No. Oh, what do you mean too old? What the hell was that? We wouldn't have had the same Pellegrino waters though. We would have had a few beers that yeah, yeah, we would have been Well, I would have done beers, but I thought it was on a diet. So. Oh, no. So I think with this, I can get away with it. <laughs> can, can I just say, um, I think imparting your knowledge or the knowledge of the person you're speaking to um, is critical. I am so appreciative of what time people have given up for our business. Yeah. It, it's incredible. I. You guys don't realise how incredible this change has taken place in real estate in the last 10 years. It never happened. Mm. We didn't even acknowledge each other on the street. Mm. Really? Yeah, and now people, and how connected we are to agents all over the country and New Zealand and all sorts of stuff. Mm. Um, we had a lady that I've loved since Eric 2014 by the name of Wendy Alexander. She's from New Zealand. She spoke to our team during COVID via Zoom, did a presentation to the team. Mm. You'd be surprised, just reach out. Everyone's available. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I know. It's so awesome. Well, no. Yeah, anyway, you're going to join us for dinner. <laughs> yeah, let's go have dinner. Legends. Right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That was really good. I think you did that. That was, that was awesome. heaps of fun. Thanks, boys. Thank you.